Are you an emotional eater? Do you eat to feel better or to relieve stress? There's a lot going on in our world right now, and <laughs> running to food might just be the easiest way to deal with these issues. But let's talk a little bit about what other things we can do to keep from emotional eating. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could, so I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. You guessed it. Intermittent fasting, as far as I'm concerned, has been a real savior um, when it comes to triggers, emotional eating, um, reducing cravings. Uh, It's almost like a break. Uh, You know, you step on that break, you know, you're going and going and going and you step on that break and you stop. Uh, That's what intermittent fasting has been for me. It's helped me identify um, triggers. It's helped me um, fight my cravings. Um, now, you know, as I've said before, these things don't just go away. Uh, if we just think about all of the things going on right now, um, within our community, um, within our world, having to do with, uh, you know, coronavirus and police brutality and, um, people dying at the hands of police, there's so much going on. Uh, it makes you angry it makes you afraid. Um, and as a black woman, uh, as a as a wife to a black man, black children, as an overall black family, I have brothers, I have uncles, I have friends, cousins, nephews. Um, it's been exhausting. And, and I know it has been for many of you as well. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about this because n- not just because of what's going on, but also what has been happening over the last several months with being in the house because of coronavirus. Um, some people have been out of work. Some people are just, I mean, people are tense and stressed out. And the easiest thing to do sometimes is to run to food. The easiest thing you can do sometimes is to, you know, 
just eat throughout the day. I know I've had those days over the last few months, and I talked about how I gained a few pounds during this time. But, you know, one of the things I think we should be honest and confront is that there's nothing inherently wrong with emotional eating. What When it becomes a problem is when you can't control it. Um, there are going to be situations in life where you just, you can't deal and you don't want to deal. And the easiest way to calm your nerves, the easiest way to bring you some sense of peace and calm is to eat. I get that. I've been there many times. Um, but the the great thing about knowing that you can inter- intermittent fast is that you are now in control. You don't have to spiral. You don't have to keep going, um, you know, head n- nose diving into this abyss where you can't climb up again. Um, knowing that you have that intermittent fasting tool in your in your toolbox um, under your belt is really it's almost it's giving you a sense of control. Um, a lot of people think like you don't have controls, you know, you have to stop eating at this time and you can't eat. When in reality, what you do have is a lot of control. You have control over when you eat, what you eat, um, you know, and how much of it you eat. Uh, the difference is that you're not doing it throughout the day. And I think for me, that has been really the key, the key to being uh, able to control my emotions, to control my feelings, to control um, what I eat. Um, and I and I just wanted to share that because I think it's really important for us to realize that this happens. Um, but because you can intermittent fast, you can now have a sense of of control and command over really your life and and how you move forward and how you deal with that stress and that anger and that pain and whatever it is that's driving you to eat um uh, whether it's you know junk food candy all day or just sitting in front of the tv watching netflix and just eating food all day long um you have uh, there's a path there's a pathway that you can take that can ring you back in um, and give you that control you need. I think it's important to also talk about the other side of that. Um, You eat because you're happy, you're excited, you're celebrating, you're rewarding yourself with food. Um, And that can also be... um, a bit dangerous because in rewarding yourself, you continue to reward yourself throughout, you know, throughout the day or, you know, hours upon hours on end. And that doesn't help either. Um, if you're, if your goal is to be healthier, eat healthier, um, feel better, lose weight, you know, um, just have an overall sense of well-being, that's also going to sabotage uh, that goal. Um, 
So again, intermittent fasting comes into the picture to give you that opportunity to reward and enjoy and, you know, feel good about what's happening in your life. Um, but then you you stop at a at a at a period at a point in time. You're not continuing to go on. Now, um, a perfect example is me, uh, and I and I've talked about this previously. I I don't necessarily eat when I'm stressed. Uh, I actually shut down when I'm stressed. I eat more when I'm happy. I'm excited. Something great has happened, um, or I'm celebrating, and then sometimes I just go on. And um, a great example was my birthday. And I shared this a couple of episodes back. You fall into that, well, it's my birthday, so I'm just going to eat whatever I want all day long. I know I did. Um, and and I could see, you know, the next day and the days after, I was like, well, I'm celebrating for the whole week. <laughs> and I just kept eating all those things that I loved with, you know, no stopping. And I knew, you know, I was headed in the wrong direction because my clothes started feeling a little bit tight. I started, you know, feeling uncomfortable after I ate. Um, And that's when you, you know, you pull yourself back in. When you realize like, oh, wait a minute, Uh, I'm celebrating a little too much. Um, But the great thing with intermittent fasting is that you can celebrate, you can have what you like, you can have what you enjoy, but you give your time, you give yourself a moment and uh, to stop. You, you have a limit, you have a time frame, you know, you're eating between this and this hour, uh, whether you're doing OMAD or if you're doing, you know, a 16-8 schedule or, or whatever it may be, you're not eating 24 hours a day, you know, um, and you can reward yourself within that time frame, whether it's, you know, the cake or the chocolate or the, you know, pizza, or whatever it is you like, you can do that. The thing with emotional eating is that it's a cycle, right? Something happens and you feel an overwhelming urge to eat. And so you eat and you eat and you eat um, more than you should. And then you feel guilty and you feel powerless and you feel like food has control over you. So then you say, well, I guess I'm just going to keep eating. I've, you know, I've, I'll start again tomorrow or, you know, but you don't really ever do start again tomorrow because you continue the cycle and that guilt piles on, your weight piles on, and then you feel worse. It's a cycle that is vicious. And if you don't know or understand how to break it, it can really have you spiraling. Where intermittent fasting comes in is that you something happens and you feel upset and because you're fasting, um you're you you stop yourself. Hopefully you have the ability to say, you know what, I'm fasting and I'm not gonna eat right now. Um, let me take a walk. Let me have some water. Let me get out of the house. Let me do something. Let me do the laundry. Let me clean the room. Let me get a book. Let me, you know, there's so many other things that, and I'm, and what I'm saying here, I have done many times. Um, 
because you have to keep yourself busy. Let me take a run. Let me do some exercise. Um, Let me put on some music and start dancing with the girls. There's so many different things that you can now preoccupy yourself with that after five, ten minutes, you're not thinking about it again. Now, this is easier said than done for some people. I understand that. Um, But these are just some things that that have worked for me that I feel um, that I, I, I needed to share because it, it, it's the, these emotions, they're real. Um, these triggers are real and you have to be able to um, figure out a way to gain back some of your control. Uh, allowing food to control you um, is not the way you want to live. You want to be able to eat, enjoy your food, enjoy your favorite meal, enjoy your dessert within a given period of time and not feel guilty about it. That's the best part is that when you're intermittent fasting, you can have your food and not feel guilty about it because you close your window and you're fasting again. And then the next day you open it up and you're in your eating, you know, whatever food it is that you want to eat that you want to enjoy. The other thing that um, you really want to face is the stress. Um, What is it? Face it. Confront it. How are you dealing with it? What other ways can you manage the stress um, besides grabbing something to eat? Um, Figuring out what it is you can do to alleviate some of that stress. Uh, And that can be difficult depending on what the stress is. Um, I know for us, with a lot, a lot has been happening in the news and um, with being at home, figuring out different ways to be proactive um, and and address some of the stressors will really help. Um, And then, you know, the food comes later and then you figure out, okay, I, I dealt with it or I'm dealing with it. I'm managing it. Um, I don't have to have this right now. I'll wait till my eating window opens and I'll have my, you know, I'll have this cookie then. Let me just put it aside right now. I don't need to have it right now. I'll have it in a couple of hours. Um, and you're training yourself, your mind, your body to to just wait. Just wait a few more hours. Just wait a little longer and then you can have it. Um, you know, but... Of course, this is, you know, easier said than done. <laughs> it's not something that can happen overnight. Uh, it's not even something that can happen in a few days. I think it's something that you have to train yourself. And using intermittent fasting as as almost like a training tool really, really helps. Over time, you begin to feel like um, you can handle this, that you can control this, that you have the ability to manage the stress in a more positive, proactive, healthy way, as opposed to just grabbing, you know, food or ice cream or whatever it is, just to make you feel better. Um, figuring out some other ways that you can reward yourself, that that you can use to make you feel good, um, are, can be very helpful. Uh, and that's what I've been doing over the last uh, several months because it is stressful. 
it is very stressful and figuring out ways to do other things as opposed to eating um, has been super helpful. And knowing what that hunger really feels like is also um, important. You know, that emotional hunger versus that physical hunger. What the difference is between those two? You know, sometimes when you're fasting, you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to eat right now. You're not really hungry. Sometimes it's identifying what that feeling is, um, drinking some water. I've talked about the hunger wave before and how it just feels like it's overwhelming and you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to eat right now. That's an emotional hunger. You're not you're not dying. You're not really hungry. Um, as opposed to a physical hunger that, you know, comes on gradually over time. It's like, it's like a nudging, you know, you feel like you may want to eat something. Um, and even that sometimes if you're fasting that, you know, also can, um, can pass over time. And then with emotional hunger, you feel like you need to be satisfied immediately. Like if you don't eat, you're going to die. Or you feel like you need to have, you know, you, you need to have a cookie. You need to have um, that pizza or the kids are eating something. You need, to, you need to have that right now. You crave some some comfort stuff, some comfort foods. Um, and then sometimes with emotional hunger, you're not fully satisfied. Like, you just kind of eat, but you still feel like you want something else. That's emotional eating. That's that's not a real hunger. You just feel like, I want more of those chips. Give me that bag now. you know. And then you end up eating the whole bag. Um, and then after you eat, particularly with emotional hunger or emotional eating, you feel guilty. You feel shame sometimes. Um, but the difference between that and physical hunger and physically eating to satisfy, um, eating to satisfy your physical hunger is that you don't feel bad after you're done. You, you eat, you feel good, you feel satisfied, you feel satiated and you're good to go. Um, if you find that even after that, you want more, you want something else, you want, then there's a problem, there's an issue, you're emotionally eating at that point. And you want to be able to rein that feeling in. Why are you going in for more? Why are you eating more? Why are you eating the whole bag right now? Um, you're not really hungry, you're just, you're just wanting to eat. Um, and so identifying those triggers, identifying those reasons um, can be helpful. Uh, and then when you add on intermittent fasting to that, being able to put a hold, put a stop on when you eat, that, um, is an awesome, great, useful combination for better health, um, and better living and ultimately having greater control over your food. Now, I understand that this may go even deeper, in which case I would suggest you seek out more professional help. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> um, I'm just sharing some things that have worked for me, some feelings that I've had um, and thought that this would be really important to share because I know many people 
um, may be experiencing the same. But I am just touching the surface. I'm just scratching the surface. There may be deeper issues, stronger issues, deep-rooted issues that go hand-in-hand with emotional eating and why it's happening and why you're doing it, in which case intermittent fasting may not be, you know, the best solution. It might help, but it may not um, really provide the answers you need, in which case I definitely would advise that you seek more professional help. For everyone else, I hope that these um, tips, this discussion has been helpful. I hope that you can see a little bit of what you might have been going through through this discussion. And um, hopefully we just keep moving forward. And as we continue to use intermittent fasting as a really great uh, tool to support better health, better living, um, and a better you. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. It really helps others find the podcast. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please contact your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find loads of information on intermittent fasting, OMAD, tips and tricks on how to begin your fasting journey. You'll also find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about my journey as well as the latest intermittent fasting news. You can also always find me on Instagram at omad underscore mama underscore love, or you can send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. I'd really love to hear from you.